Hey, we are in 2024 and as realtors and the real estate community, we got a lot of things going on and we're going to break two of those things down in today's podcast. So check it out and welcome to the 2024 Gripe Session. It's Gripe Session time with your host, George Wanaka. It's about nothing. Discussing everything from real estate, current events, a little bit of everything, and the annoying little things that just tick you off. You can't handle the truth. What? 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 You didn't know? Here's your host, George Wanaka. But I call somebody. Hey, what's up, everybody? Thanks for checking out today's video on the Gripe Session Podcast. So first and foremost, I hope everybody out there had a great holiday season. Happy New Year. Hopefully everybody had great times, good with family. And uh, well, quite honestly, now it's time to get into 2024 and what's going to happen. So let's let's just get right into it, right? So a couple of things have been happening over the last month, month and a half coming from 2023 which we really didn't address we kind of hit a lot of we hit it around on the sides but so we had the big sitzer burnett trial which basically was a lawsuit that was against the national association of realtors as well as a number of very big franchises such as remax and keller williams now part of the crux of this lawsuit in case you don't know that is the fact that real estate commissions were being artificially inflated to be paying buyer agent commissions. And the crux of the conversation was that they felt that it was not fair, that they felt that sellers were being taken advantage of, that commissions are just way too high. Blah, 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 blah. So, and yes, a lot of that is blah, blah, blah. So I've got a couple of issues with this. Not that anybody would not understand that, being me, being me. But let's kind of break this down a little bit, shall we? First and foremost, one of the things that I don't understand, quite frankly, is how we, meaning NAR, lost this damn case. I have no idea how that even happened to begin with. Now, I understand about juries. I understand some of my best friends are attorneys. But at the end of the day, the problem that I always see comes back to the same thing. Commissions are negotiable. There is no colluding among companies. There's no colluding against big organizations. There's no colluding from associations. One of the main things that everybody even talks about is the fact that nobody, if we're in a group of 10 or 15 agents, you can never talk commission. Why? Because it goes into price fixing, which you think attorneys would understand. But no. They just use this as a blanket conversation. Now, let me explain to you why, as a seller or as an agent that is representing the seller, I would want to pay a buyer agent a commission. Well, one of the ways that I market property is I make sure that I am compensating buyer agents to come into the property and essentially give them a reason to want to come in. And it's part of marketing. It's marketing not just to agents, but also to buyers as well. But at the end of the day, paying a buyer's agent is another thing that I'm not sure our representatives or our attorney on this case even made the argument, which is it, in, it decreases liability from my seller by compensating a buyer agent. 
Now, as real estate agents that watch this, a lot of you are going to hear the words vicarious liability and understand what I'm saying. Well, for the general public that watches this, what vicarious liability means to the general public is basically anything that's said by the agent coming into the property or anybody else that's not associated with the listing, I'm responsible for. Unless the buyer has their own representative, meaning their own real estate professional, then they're responsible for what they do. So not only do I remove liability from my seller, I remove liability from me as an agent. So quite frankly, it's a win-win. The other part of the conversations, what's not even being held is in the event that, okay, sellers don't have to pay buyer agent commissions nowadays. What this verdict did, if it's held up because it's currently in appeal, is just made buying a home with an agent what's made it more cost prohibitive for buyers coming in that want to use a real estate agent. Why? Well, because not only do we have some obscenely high closing costs for buyers, especially in my state of New York, but you're adding another expense to a buyer's representative to purchase a home. So you didn't increase, you didn't lose fees, you didn't decrease fees. All you did was you just moved it from one side to the other side. So anybody looking to buy a house should look at this lawsuit and just inundate these individuals and say, you just made it more potentially more expensive for me to purchase a house. Now, let's go into the commission conversation for just a minute here, because everything this was all about was commissions, right? The whole thing about commissions is something that's very simple. Commissions always have been, always will be negotiable. Some people work for more money, some people work for less money. The services are different. So as the expression goes, sometimes you get what you pay for. There is no difference between real estate agents getting a commission and attorneys collecting fees or percentage of fees on verdicts that they're going to get. Hmm, kind of similar to probably how the attorney on this case is getting compensated as a percentage of the verdict. It's kind of interesting, right? But I digress, is no different from a decent stockbroker showing you certain amount of returns. What's the difference? What's next? Anybody that works on commission and is, has the skills and is able to explain how their fee is, is done and why they get the fees that they get, and the public who does sign the contract with the agent. Let's make no mistake here. Nobody is forcing any seller to work with a realtor. But why do they? Why do people decide to work with realtors? Why do 95% of everyone that sells a property use a real estate professional? And it centers on one thing, value. They see the value in working with a realtor. They see the value in it. They see the service in it. They see it all. So if they see it all, and there's a few people that maybe don't see the value of it, you just had an effect on everybody else. And this is the problem. Now, there are solutions, ladies and gentlemen, make no mistake about it. What are the solutions for the people in my industry, in the real estate industry? How do I deal with this, George? How do I go about, you know, protecting my business? Well, it goes back to those three words, which you've heard on this podcast before, and you'll hear them continuously, adapt or die. Right now, for some of you, adaptation, I understand is a problem, but here's the thing. Some of the way that you need to adapt 
Some of us have been doing business this way from day one. Now, what does that mean? You're going to have to explain to your clients what your value proposition is to them. You have to explain your services to them. Now, here's the best part, ladies and gentlemen, when you're explaining your value proposition to them, some of you are going to sit back and you're going to watch this and listen to this and go, well, George, you know, I really kind of do that already. Well, apparently not well enough. And that's the problem. One of the things that I see, and I see all of my colleagues on social media doing the exact same thing. That is fundamentally the issue. We're all doing the same thing. What's as an example? You go on social media, we post up a new listing and we tag 35 people in it. Why? Do they not have access to MLS? Do they not see the same things that we all see? If they have somebody, do you think they're not going to show the property? Why are we tagging everybody in it? The other half of it is from a social media perspective, and I've hit on this before, is stop posting how quickly a house sold. Because here's the problem, ladies and gentlemen, what you're not doing. It's great that you sold a house in five days. Really, it is. The problem is, is you're not telling your story. You're not telling people what you did, how you marketed it, exactly how we got to the point from the day one. You're just doing, oh, look at this. I listed the house in three days. Market is hot. Call me for your free market analysis to get this house sold. And then you wonder why lawsuits like this come up. Ladies and gentlemen, we all need as real estate professionals to be able to tell. And now what do you see? Exactly what NAR is doing right now is exactly what I've been saying for the last number of months, well before this even happened. You need to tell the story. The one thing that we are horrible at doing, ladies and gentlemen, is telling our story, which is mind-boggling because we're supposed to be marketers in the first place, right? So us telling a story on how we got this property and got it from one spot to another spot is what we're supposed to do. If you want to market, market that way and you'll be better off for it. You'll probably get more business from it. But what I'm curious to now see, now that this lawsuit is there, Anybody going to go, who's next? Are people going to go after attorneys based on the fact that most of them are charging commissions? They're charging fees. They're charging percentage of verdicts that they get. Make no mistake, ladies and gentlemen, let's go back to commissions and people are going to use the argument. Well, you know, George, attorneys don't get their money unless they get a favorable verdict. And if they don't, then they don't get paid. What about us? When do we get paid as real estate agents? At the closing, which would be the same thing as an attorney getting paid at the result of what goes on. So if we don't get paid, it means we weren't successful in bringing about a successful transaction and the meeting of the minds. Hmm. Now, after hearing a lot of this stuff, a lot of people will think a lot of this makes sense, right? Why, why are we in the spot where we begin with? And to be perfectly honest with you, I really don't know. It's like we're in a, a world of bizarro land that a lot of this stuff is all taking taking shape at the same time. But what you have to do, ladies and gentlemen, and the public, as well as my colleagues in the industry, we have to tell our stories. The first thing I, we always talk about is commissions always negotiable. People should be explaining, my colleagues should be out there explaining their commission rates, why their rates are what they are, and it should be a conversation. That's happened right when people sign up a listing. Period. Some people do, some people don't. As the expression goes, and I've said it numerous times, sometimes you get what you pay for. If you're not expecting services, then maybe you want to go with someone that's doing a little lower commission than everybody else's. That's your right as a consumer. I have the right to choose who I do business with. If I believe an attorney is going to represent me properly, 
but his fee is so much higher than everybody else. That's my determination of, do I want to use that attorney? Do I want to use that business? How is it that we got to a place where if I want to spend more money to have a job done, I can't do that? Isn't that the principles of what America and capitalism was all about? They have a decision. It's very simple. I don't like your fee. Cool. No problem. I don't have to deal with you. Very simple. This is not quantum physics. We're not splitting atoms here, ladies and gentlemen. We're marketing property. And yes, some of us do it better than others. That's just in anything in life. But at the end of the day, you can't tell me what I can charge. You don't have that right. Do I have a right to go into an attorney's office or a stockbroker's office and tell them you only charge me this amount of money? And most of them are going to do what? Throw me out and say, well, guess what? I guess I'd love to work with you, but I can't. I'm not, I, that's, our fees are what our fees are. My choice, right? your choice. If you could go down the street and buy a gallon of milk cheaper at one store than another store, is that the other store's problem? No, it means just that they don't, they don't lose business. We have to stop the insanity. We have to stop the insanity. I don't understand where all of these people that were on the jury are, how this verdict got constituted the way that it did, but apparently either common sense wasn't done as a defense or I don't know what was going on in it. I really don't because some of this just doesn't make any sense whatsoever. So I'm very curious to see how this comes back on appeal. And quite honestly, what this means moving forward. Does this mean it's a fundamental shift in the real estate industry? It absolutely does not. Don't kid yourself. It doesn't. All it means is that, well, let's actually change that for a minute. It might mean a monumental shift in the real estate business for people looking to buy a home. What this might mean now is that your cost of buying your home or your first home just went up. And at least now, you know who to thank for it. Hey, I want to thank you for checking out today's podcast. We definitely appreciate it. But more importantly than that, I want to hear what you have to think about this case, about what's coming on and the changes in the real estate industry. So do me a favor. If you can, Check out on the bottom of this video. Send me a comment. Let me know what you think. Tell me if you think I'm right. Tell me if you think I'm wrong. I'd love to hear it. And at some point, we're going to go through those comments and maybe we might do a rebuttal video to one of the comments that's listed below. But with that being said, I definitely want to thank everybody for the support in this past 2023 year. It's been great. We're trying to grow the podcast even more. Definitely you're trying to grow the, um, the YouTube channel and all of the other channels that come get my content. So we definitely appreciate it. Make sure you tell somebody about it, share the video, and hopefully we will see you on the next edition of the Gripe Session Podcast. But don't forget, most importantly of all, make sure you do something nice for somebody you wouldn't normally do, and we'll see you soon. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Gripe Session. Please follow us on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram.